this is as real as it gets. The number you have reached, 911, has been changed to a non-published number. You're listening to UCW Radio. In your face. Give it to me, baby. All right, welcome to the UCW Radio Show. As you know, we have a lot of motivational, inspirational, just great people that come on the show, and I'm happy that I'm able to, to gather these people on here, and today is no different from martial arts to fitness to, I mean, a lot. I mean, I'm not going to even get into this right now, but I have to bring Linda on here because she's our special guest for today, as you see on the bottom of your screen, and I want her to tell her story in her words. So, uh, Linda... Welcome to the show. How are you? Thank you so much. I'm great. It's great to be on with you. I've oh. I've talked to you for a while and we yeah. just never connected. Yeah, we yeah. never we we're never able to do this, but now I'm glad we're <laughs> able to do this and and do it in video and and have you on the the show and the podcast for those listening. They'll 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 hear your voice. So, um but yeah, so finally we did this and you have you have a a uh a vivid story to say the least okay because you've you've been involved in martial arts and fitness and a lot of different arenas so tell me a little bit more about that so that our our audience can learn more about you i'm so sorry lewis it broke up on me so i didn't hear the question okay the question is is that you've had a a storied uh, career uh, and that spans martial arts, fitness, and other areas, okay? And I, I want you to tell uh, the audience in your words, you know, how how your story began because a, a good story always has a very rough beginning, and, and yours is no different. You know, I just always had, I grew up on a small farm in Sweden in the middle of nowhere mm -hmm. and just always had this desire to be something and i always loved martial arts um just happened to be that i came over here as an um, au pair mm -hmm. in 1990 and got to know los angeles california fell in love with it um, had to go back finish school um then got an invitation from a friend to come visit and decided, yeah, I miss everything. I want to just come for a couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. um, came over here and lived around the corner from Billy Blank's World Training Center at the time. It was a very tiny little place. And I had just kind of asked around to see, is there is there somewhere I can go work out? And didn't know about him or anything. Just wanted to work out. That was the closest place. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's kind of where the story began. And we were just, we had this tiny, tiny little martial arts place way before he became famous. And I just remember having to put in the flooring and clean up the place and paint it, all the students. So he's a slave um, driver, isn't he? I know. When, when he comes on the show, we're going to talk about this because he's going to be coming on the show. So we're going to talk about this. <laughs> I, you should call him out on it. I am. I will. Don't worry, we'll you get know. him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, we, we, we loved it. You know, it was family. And um, sure. that was my family for the next 20 years. I mean. But you know, the thing is, Linda, is that, is that your, 
you're telling the, the broad strokes, and but your story is deeper than that. And this is what I want people to know, because before you came to the U.S., before you were an au pair, before you got involved with Billy Blanks and everything else, you were you were in Sweden. OK, you weren't involved in fitness and all that stuff. So something uh -huh. something drew you to it. And this is a story I want to pull out of you because right. this is what people are going to get inspired about. I think back then I just never thought that something like that would happen. You know, I mean, you'd be that little person out there um, and you don't have the means to actually do anything. You don't have the money. You're still in school. Mm -hmm. You know, you live in a place where really not much is going on. And I just happened to get this opportunity. And it's kind of like in a spiritual way, I guess, you know, God opens doors for everyone sure. when that's put in you. And, I think that's what happened, you know? I always had the desire, it was just the means to get there. And I just happened to come across these people um, that hooked me up with this whole au pair adventure. Mm -hmm. You know, it was like the greatest opportunity to just it's come scary there. too, scary. Cause it you're like, scary. I mean, you're, you're a, I mean, how old were you at the time? How old? I was 18, had Eight? just finished college, 19, yeah. You just finished, and, and here, I, I need to touch on this too, because you're you're highly educated and people don't know this, and they should. Yes, you know, I, I studied um, economics, I have a degree in economics, in fashion design, like and that. always thought that, you know, that's what I, I'm gonna do, but at the same time, I was always in fitness. Mm -hmm. I mean, I remember my mom driving me from ice hockey to soccer practice to, martial arts training i mean all of them in the same day you know and i just loved it so mm. um but yeah i came here actually thinking okay well i'm gonna try to get into the fashion thing also and unfortunately you know i had to put something on the back burner there because it just this just took over and that was always always my passion this fitness so, um and especially martial arts and i would have never in a million years dreamed that i would you know enter into that whole thing and meeting Billy and get that huge opportunity, you know? He should have he should he should have brought you in the Geico commercials. What's up with that? <laughs> and he should have did that. I watch and I see it. I'm like, where's Linda? Where is she? No, you know, I, I, I did a lot of Kaibo videos. I don't I know. know if I want to do the Geico commercial. <laughs> <laughs> he was punching away. He was punching away. <laughs> but yeah, you win. You win the, the Tybo videos and everything, and and people they should know this because when you when you started a martial arts training, you know, with, with Billy, you know, you 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 embraced it and you wanted more of it, okay? And I and I really want people to know that right now you hold a third degree in Taekwondo. I'm a third degree black belt, yes, and um, I have four national championships. Um, which I still don't know how that even happened. <laughs> uh, it was just, a, it's not, it, it was kind of like the passion led to that, not, oh, I want to be a black belt. Mm -hmm. you, know, you, like just some love, you just love it. It's a part of your life. Right. It, it can't be the other way, but you have a lot of people, you know, that enter into martial arts just because they want that black belt. Sure. Because it's like, you know, prestigious thing to walk around with and they don't realize we used to have a lot of them come to the studio you know i want to be a black belt and then they realize oh i have to work for it 
you know. Everybody <laughs> and, wants and the black belt. That's why they'll, they'll go to the, they'll go to the karate whatever.com and buy a black belt. You know, you got to earn it because black belts at the end of the day they turn very gray. Okay, when you when you're using them. So Right. You know, yes. But, so you, you when you do something like that and I know you know it's all comes from just passion within, you know. Sure. 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 And the thing is, you love it. So it's, it's I mean, again, you, you made a good point that people, they get involved in martial arts. You know, they want the ranking. They want the prestige. They want to stroke their ego. But the reality yeah. is, as we know, this is a lifestyle and this is yeah. part of you. You know, so right. it's something you take that you took and it's something you also give back. And when you're training people, because you do train people now, that martial arts background, you know, transcends to them of course it's always a mental thing it always starts with that you know if your mental ability is stronger than your physical you can do any physical activity yeah. you want yeah so i guess that translates into not just that and i realized that later in life you know as i was in the ring all the time and it's great to beat up on people but you realize <laughs> that later in life it also carries you over to all those other things, you know, like it helps you with everything. Sure. That mentality. So I think now that I'm older, I'm very thankful mm -hmm. for, for those skills. But, but, then, but these are the experiences that you've had in, during your life where it could have been, you could have taken the easy road and you came here as an au pair. You could have did that and, and pursued your fashion and maybe go back home if it didn't work out. Go, go into finance. You, you have a degree in economics. You could have did that. You, I mean, there's a lot of things you could have done, but you followed your passion. Right. I remember coming here. I basically just told my mom, you know, uh, I'm going back to LA and I had no money. I mean, really no money. It was kind of scary. I remember when like half I got of LA, my, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I got my first job and I was making $300 a, a week, you know, and everything was calculated exactly on the penny. And I remember not being able to buy water even. Oh. And so I'm like, Oh, I don't know how I'm going to do this, but I really love this training. And you know, I, I just really enjoyed it. And I said, one day, one day uh, I'm going to make it, you know, and, and I've created my whole business around that. And it's not just based on work. It really is who I am day out and day in. And, and I love, you know, transferring all that energy over to my clients. And, and they and they get they absorb it, and and this is yeah. this is the story that people need to know that you know you didn't just wake up one day and Billy Blanks was there poof and he no. said oh come do you gonna do typo no. videos with me you're gonna train with me I'll give you a belt it didn't happen that way these are just a, a, a series of events that fell into place because they were meant to be exactly in fact when I met Billy it was before he was famous. Mm -hmm. And, um, I mean, the little place. That's that when he had, was William. He was William. Okay. <laughs> right. It was, small, it was a small place, you know. But uh, And then later on, we started filming all the Tybo videos. And that's when the place just blew up. And we had every celebrity under the sun over there. But that was later. So I never went there thinking, okay, I want to train here because of that. I was already part of that family before the fame came, you know. But isn't that um, awesome, though, to be a part of something when it's in, in its infancy, then all of a sudden it grows up and you get to see it grow up? I think that's pretty cool. 
it's amazing until this day you know they're my family as i see them the because i came here at such a young age and so i that's all i know i train i lived there basically at that studio training for competitions for you know my next belt so or whatnot I, I used to live at that studio for hours i mean i would go there at least twice a day and it was at least three to four hours of practice so yes it becomes part of who you are you know you're one step um, away from a pillow and a blanket in the back i'm sure that's it that's all yeah. i needed and i'm yeah. still like that i could live in the gym <laughs> yeah well that's well good you have your you built your own well with the pandemic it changed how we live and for you too, because I've witnessed it, you 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 built your gym in your home, piece by piece, this and that. And you put it all together. You got change. You got this. You got that. You've done what other people have done, but you've you've taken it to them to another level because now you're able to actually train your clients there if you want to. Uh, yes, we. I've been wanting to do this for a while, so I have to say a lot of people complain about the pandemic. For me, it was a blessing. Uh, it's something that I wanted to do mm -hmm. and just, you know, how you just get kind of comfortable where you're at because yeah. it requires so much energy to get this whole thing together. And when the pandemic hit, you know, I kind of go, oh, I need to work out. I can't have this with the gyms being closed. Yeah, have you saw going cuckoo. Yeah. <laughs> so we started out with a few pieces here and there, and then, you know, uh, we turned the garage into a gym full-on gym commercial equipment so it now i kind of live my dream life like that you know i have the gym right inside the house and i have my clients coming here and they love it too it's a, a, a private little studio for them and, and, that, and that's good for your clients because the one thing that i realize with some people you know when they go into a gym and you haven't really trained a lot or you feel out of shape, you feel uncomfortable, you feel uneasy, you're afraid to do things, you feel like you're gonna be embarrassed. You know, and I've seen that. Cause there were, there were times that I was training at three o'clock in the morning and someone really, really, you know, heavy would come in and they would still be a little embarrassed. And I would have to make them feel comfortable. Say, you can do this, you got up, you're here, get it done. So when you bring your clients over there, it has to feel better for them, I would imagine. Uh, I think, I mean, they're all so happy and because it changed for them too. Sure. Uh, not having to go to a big gym, just like you said, you know, a lot of people, you go into a big gym, it's very intimidating yeah. if you don't know what you're doing. I mean, and, and then you end up maybe not doing exactly what you wanted or. You won't yeah, try so, new things. You won't try your own experiment because you, you think somebody's going to judge you. Yeah. Right. So coming here, they're comfortable, you know, and it, it's really a blessing for me to be able to work like this. Uh, and I can bring in one at a time and focus on them and their nutrition needs and their training without any interruptions or distractions from anybody else in the gym. They don't have to worry. Anybody's watching them, you know, just it's and plus it's a clean environment for them now. Sure, sure. Um, and, and one thing I want all people to understand, too, those that are listening and watching, that you're not the type that you're sitting there and you're telling people what to do and you're on your phone. You're like, duh, 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 while you're talking to other people, no. you, you're you actually engage or are one with them and really holding their hand and, and pushing them through it. Because I've yes. seen a lot. I mean, you know, you know how those trainers, you know, the guy, the people I'm talking about, you know, they're there for the paycheck, but they're not there to actually help 
people the way they should? I think that's very common. Uh, just I've been in the industry about 30 years. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people, especially in LA, um, you know, training is a, just a, like a quick thing to make money while they're doing, you know, on it's like a step just to make some extra money while they're trying to do what else, you know, acting or whatever else they want to do. So it's just, I see a lot of trainers coming in just to, you know, a few hours here and there, but their main focus is really school mm -hmm. or they want to be an actor. No. And so because of that, if the, if the, you know, something happens and they get an audition or something comes up or a gig somewhere, they just drop their clients. Right, right, right. It's just for them to put money. I mean, there's, again, there's nothing wrong with that if they're helping someone. But your clientele, these are the clientele that really want to embrace what you're doing because they want to learn too. Because what happens when they learn? They get to teach their kids and help their friends, and it's a pay-it-forward situation. It, and it's amazing to just see people do a 180, you know, from mm -hmm. very unhealthy lifestyle to just turn things around. And they're just, I have a lady that just lost 30 pounds almost. I mean, oh, good for her. They're so happy. Yeah, it, it's just, it's amazing, really, you know, for us to, and it's my lifestyle. So I am wholeheartedly in the whole thing, you know, with them. And I think you sense that when you train with someone. You sure, know? sure. I want to go back to when you were competing. Okay, when you were when you were training with Billy Blanks, when did you have your first competition? Because this was before Tybo and everything else. This was before all yeah. that. So when you had the first competition, tell me. What got you to compete and how is that feel? I always ask people this. How is the feeling first getting on the mat at that moment, that first competition? You know, no matter how prepared you are at something, when you're put in that situation, it's not easy. But because I tend to, I think a lot of fighters are like that, though. You know, you just, once you get in the ring, you just your mind just switches over to something else you know mm -hmm. and so that definitely helped me but was it terrifying you know once you get into that ring before the fight starts yes i think we all have those butterflies like oh my god what am i doing you know <laughs> but then that, that once you know you start and everything the, the fight is on then that's it and um and, and I always loved that, you know, it's like the adrenaline rush of it. Yeah, well, you know, like Mike Tyson says, everyone has a plan when they get in until they get punched in the face and then the game changes. Right, so it has to come from within you. You sure. can't, it, it just is part of who you are that just comes out. You have, If you are fighting on that level, you just have to have that inside because if you don't, it doesn't matter how good your skills are, it's just, Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it was a great experience. I have to say, I, I don't have a desire to go back fighting now. Uh, but at the time I really enjoyed it. You know, um, I think we're all a little crazy. But, and, you, and, but, and, and you won, you won four titles, four nationals. Yeah. Four nationals. I mean, not a lot of people can say that. No, no, it definitely, um, determination and hard work you know you just cannot quit no matter what because the reality is most days are not great mm -hmm. when you go to train you're not 
most days you go into a gym, you don't go, oh my God, I feel amazing. I'm going to do 5,000 squats today. Most I mean, times it's like, times? I don't want to be here right now, but I'm here. <laughs> how many times do you go in the gym and you're like, oh man, I didn't sleep enough. I'm kind of a little sore, you know, I had, something doesn't feel quite right. And so I think what separates the people that continue is you're able to kind of get past that. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and a lot of times, honestly, like, I love it and I would never not work out that day, but sometimes the it's kind of a little slower to get started. Sure. You know, you like you kinda of have to ease your way into it and then and then once you get in there you're like, Oh, I'm so happy I'm here, you know, now it's ready, I'm ready to go now. Well that's so the I thing. Think you could be sore and everything else and you know and it's happened to me too i'm gonna admit it you go and you hit you get to the gym everything else you're like i don't know i don't feel my shoulder my right. back my this i don't know i had i didn't get too much i didn't get a lot of sleep it's early in the morning then you look at the bar but the moment you grab it and you start moving it's like game on we're good honestly there are workouts in the, like after 10 20 minutes i can just feel my mindset changing yeah that rush that you get it's, you know, you it's amazing in. right it's yes endorphin yeah, yeah everything starts kicking <laughs> out like oh okay you know you can I, take over the world at that point but it clears exactly. your head yeah so i think if you just you know and that's the thing with people i try to motivate them when they come in and they're tired and you know family life and things get in the way and they're stressed and whatnot. Mm -hmm. um, just if you can get past the first 10 minutes, you're going to see, you're going to love it. And, you know, they always walk out saying, oh, I'm so glad I came. I feel so good now. You know, so it's just because I know because I, I go through the same every, you know, I, not every day, but a lot of times, you know, yeah. life is not easy. We have work and we have stress and we have things it's to life. do life life goes on whether you like it or not and uh, you know so how you how your mindset is i i think it's important it's important i always say like, what's the better option you know so yeah. do i just go sit down and not do it and just feel really bad after or do i just kind of suck it up and get started and and that's the end of it not even let my mind get wander off to that gray area where maybe i shouldn't do it today you know no that's like i don't even think like that okay i'm tired well that sucks so yeah. i'm still gonna do it but you, you know <laughs> the thing is you you've been through you've been through the gauntlet with things with martial arts and fitness and you beat up your body and it makes it harder as you get older to to to, to do things but you also morph into something else because then you change things around to, to to work within what you're doing so you can avoid injury, you can avoid this stuff, you know? So, and this is the stuff you teach your clients. Absolutely. I mean, I guess the best teacher is your own body because you've had all the injuries and mm -hmm. you felt all those different emotions and feelings that you have going into a gym and the struggles and what's, um, what's hard, you know, and the other part to that is I grew up with eating disorders. Okay. Um, so, which is, you know, a huge problem, but back then we didn't really talk about it, especially not in a country like Sweden. You don't admit to these things. So the, Nobody talks about that. Well, um, let's, let's, talk, let's talk about that now because that's interesting because you have a lot of, I mean, men and women, kids that you know feel maybe they're overweight and everything and they feel not happy with themselves and they start creating these eating disorders you know some may starve themselves some may be bulimic some may you know 
just sneak eat. I, I mean, a lot of things happen, you know, and it, it becomes a mental thing after a while. Yeah, and I think it's it's really a big problem, and it's something that at, even at an adult age, you know, it doesn't quite go away. You can, it's like I guess I understand a lot of people now with depression and all kinds of things. You know, you can manage it and you can learn how to overcome it, but somewhere you don't really get rid of something like that. So it is important, you know. Now that I see how. Parents, you know, teach nutrition and all this stuff. It's really important in your, as a child, that you get that proper education, you know, and also not be told that, oh, you only look pretty if you're skinny and all that, you know. I was actually very happy to hear one of my clients uh, say to me, you know, I don't have a desire to be skinny. I want to, I want to have muscles and, and look strong and fit. Yeah. And I thought that was so amazing to hear somebody say that instead of, oh, I want to lose 30 pounds and look like, you know, a supermodel. Um, and so I grew up with that and struggled quite a bit. Um, it would be go from binge eating to starvation to, I mean, I, I did it all. And it was quite difficult. Um, it, it, it really does mess with you. And if, so, if, you, if, you, if you are in an environment where people think the norm is being you know skinny and that's the way it is and you're different than that you feel like you're doing something wrong or you don't fit in and that's that's the wrong mindset like like look david hasselhoff his daughter she's a plus size model and she's going to be the first plus size you know i think plus plus size um model in playboy isn't that wonderful? Though? I mean, it's like, you know, you can do things. If you feel comfortable with yourself, you know, then any, you can do anything you want to do, you know, and that's what it has to do with being comfortable with yourself. Of course, you want to be healthy, but yeah. if you're built a certain way, really, there's not much you can do about it. You work with what you got, what God gave you. You do. And I think that's what kind of planted the seed for me to get into fitness because I was determined to beat that you know I was always unhappy with my body and and I still struggle with body image till this day but I've learned how to deal with it now and fitness really came in as a, a blessing you know in my life and I'm able to help other people deal with that same thing because I've realized how common that is mm -hmm. you know and to put a different mindset into people that they can do whatever they want. And as long as they're happy with how they look and how they feel, mm -hmm. then who's to judge you and say, that's not good. You know, if somebody likes to their weight and the way they look, I, I don't have a right to tell them, you know, you look terrible. You should be 20 pounds lighter. Um, it, it, so it, but, isn't it, but isn't it funny how you have people that are trying to get fit and they don't like the way they look, so they're a little self-conscious. But you can take, and I'm just saying, you can take a bodybuilder in the best shape ever, and you can look at them and say, your calves look a little small. You want to see somebody go off the deep end and go crazy? <laughs> I, think, I think that's just with us in the industry. Yeah. I think 90% of people that work in fitness, especially bodybuilding, they come from that same situation. There right. was something that they were unha so unhappy with that they decided, I'm going to turn that around and do the complete opposite. You know, they were little and scrawny or they were bullied as 
kids mm -hmm. or there was something that set that off and now yeah. they're just determined that they're going to do the opposite you know yeah and, um, and that that showed and you know and a good example of that for any, any bodybuilding enthusiast they've all saw pumping iron and what arnold did to everyone it was psychological because he knew exactly what we're talking about that everyone came from a certain background so he can touch on their insecurities very easily yes yes Definitely. I mean, I think we all have insecurities, you know, mm -hmm. and some of us are just a little worse. Yeah. Um, so I think fitness is a great way um, to, it's, it's a great avenue to use to help people with their insecurities, you know, yeah, because they I start agree. feeling better about their bodies and you feel good and it takes the stress off mm -hmm. and it's just a totally different world, you know, for people that haven't experienced that before. Sure. Because but, I have to be honest with you, I, I had no idea what I was doing, you know, back then. I had no idea, and I would eat all the wrong things and do the opposite of what I was supposed to. And now that I have the knowledge and I'm able to change myself, it's it's so great to see that and to be able to work with other people that are now in the spot I was back then that come to me and say, oh, my God, I feel awful like help <laughs> you know and i know exactly because i lived it since i was a kid so i i that, know that, all that's the key thing is that you've been down this road you've been through this so you're not just preaching and and you're not just going on a soapbox preaching to them you are showing them because you live by example you live through it you're sharing that knowledge with them so it can help them you're not just right. telling them what to do and you've never done it it's like saying, it's like telling somebody, go run 100 miles, but you've never done it before. You don't know how it feels. So it's a little exactly. different. Yeah. You know, and I never had those great genetics either. People think that I do, and I really don't. So I had to really work from the bottom up, you know. And I did it. And now um, I started a few years ago competing in the women's figure in bodybuilding uh, mm -hmm. just because I said to myself, that's what I want. I'm going to do it one day and I don't care what it takes to get there, you know? Mm -hmm. And so that's a different journey by itself, but it teaches you so much about nutrition and your body and, sure. and people start seeing it, you know, because it's like they, they see what you do and what works. Mm -hmm. and, and I think that's how you get the people. They see what you do and your changes and, and then they become motivated and like, well, how did you do that? You know? So, but, yes. but isn't it cool that you have your clients, then all of a sudden you transition, you say, you know what, you're going to do a show and you start training. They see your passion and everything else. And they say, wow, you're not just talking the talk, you're walking the talk. You're doing what you say. And I should listen to you because you're doing it and I see it. And that's a different, that's a different motivation for your clients. I, I for any client, that's dealing with someone that actually puts the words to action. Oh, definitely. But I'm sure, you know, I, I'm very picky like that always was with the people that I follow, no mm -hmm. matter what it is, mm -hmm. I want to see the results. So sure. I'm sure if, if you went to the gym and you saw a trainer that was 300 pounds and was sitting in front of you eating a hamburger, and they asked you, "Hey, Louis, do you want to? Hey, do you want to sign up with me?" I mean, you're gonna go, mm, "No, I, I, I don't think so." Yeah. <laughs> you know, but you see the person who's working hard on the floor every day. That you see them change. They look good. They, 
you're like, oh, what are they doing? You know, people get curious and, and then they come and ask questions and you. Right. That's where it begins. Right. That's where it begins. You know, that's why I look whenever for, for the past, I don't know, 20 years, 30 years, whatever amount of time that I've been, I, I've gained a lot of experience, trained with a lot of champions and done all this stuff. I have a lot of friends that are high end and in and, and, and the fitness world. So when I'm training and if someone's there, they don't know what they're doing, they're trying, I make it a point to correct them and say, this is what you should do. And I help them because that's my obligation if I see somebody doing something wrong. Now, 90% of the people adhere to it. You have that 10% that really don't, so you don't, you don't bother with them. But, you know, when you're paying it forward and you're doing that stuff, I, I don't care if you, if you have it as a business and you're getting, making money or you're doing it because it's the right thing to do, you're still impacting someone's life. And they remember that tomorrow, a year, 10 years from now, they'll still remember it. They do. Yeah. I think as long as you show that that passion and that, you know, you have that about you, that aura, mm -hmm. people are drawn to you for that reason. You know, sure. they see people are, I, the one thing I noticed being training at different gyms and being part of different fitness things that people always watch you, you know, and then eventually they're going to come and ask you questions. Uh, and I'll be out, honestly, it doesn't matter where I go now. I can be out shopping at the market and there'll be people coming over and, oh, you're in fitness. I mean, oh, what do you do that you look good? And, you know, like they see the work. And right. so it, it's not like some some people in the industry, if they don't have a shirt that says trainer, I wouldn't know they're a trainer. So and for they me, walk around with the trainer shirts. That's funny. <laughs> I am a trainer, <laughs> recognize. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, I, and I never wanted that. I, I said, you know, that's a good sign. If I'm out and somebody comes up and says, are you, are you competitive? I'm like, that's great. That's a, that's good feedback for me. And that means I, I'm doing something right, you know? Um, but that was, of course, not the main goal. I, I like to inspire. I, I really do. And I think when you inspire you through your actions, that's the key thing. If you're I don't care if you're a pro athlete, a writer, an actor, if you inspire through your actions, you're making an impact. And that that to me, you know, look, I'm, I'm in finance. So impact and best thing is important. Also, when you're involved with things in your life, if you have impact investing of your time of your efforts on for people you're making an impact on their lives so when you do this stuff it it, it pays it pays off yes i mean you know i've i've had i've worked at a lot of gyms when i first started i would teach classes and i would do my rounds and go to different gyms teach different classes and Sometimes I've had people that just pop up, up 10 years later and contact me and go, hey, I, I remember your classes. You were like my favorite instructor. Mm -hmm. Do you still take clients? And I'm like, wow, that's amazing that they still remember, mm -hmm. you know, and that they actually went out of their way to contact me. Well, that's a credit to what you've done, you know. And, and again, I, I think that, you know, beyond you don't you don't promote and push yourself the way you could. That's why I wanted you on the show, because I know the things you've done. And even as I learned a little more, I said, wow, I didn't know this. I didn't know this. You know, I didn't know that you were, you know, you have a degree in economics. And I said, you know, you're a brainiac with muscles. And, and that's good, because that shows that you can be nerdy 
and be powerful. You can go and yeah. powerful mind, powerful body, and that's what you've done. Uh, let, let me ask you something. When you were doing the Tybo videos, I'm just going back to that because you know people like hearing about Tybo. Uh, with the Tybo videos, how many of those did you do with Billy? Uh, I did the the first, I think, five or six that came out, the, the basic uh, ones. And then after that, I kind of ventured out a little bit in my own clientele uh, mm -hmm. because it just became a lot. And I couldn't put that time aside for, for all of that. But I did about five or six of them in the beginning. Yeah, because so, that's a lot I of work doing that. Yeah. <laughs> So it's a lot of work doing that stuff for sure, for sure. Yeah, it, it takes up a lot of your time. And plus at the time I was had a, a regular job too. Yeah. I, I'm not saying this is not a job, this is the best job ever, but um, you know, well, back then, let, me, a, let me correct you. See, you don't have a job. You have a career, you have a business. You're a, you're a, you're a business woman, period. Yeah. And, yes. and, and this is, this is where you put your degree in economics to work. You know, which is pretty cool. I know. It all, you know, it all happens for a reason. I, yep. I, that I very, my faith in that is very strong. You know, that you just keep moving, and if you work hard, you're gonna end up in the place that you're supposed to be. Yeah. Um, the other thing with that is, uh, over the years, I always used to do, you know, kind of uh, pressure points and like things on my clients and help them with healing. And I said to myself, it's. There's something else missing here. I, I need to pursue. So I ended up getting um, a certification in, in massage therapy. Oh, look at that. To go along with the training because I realized, you know, for me to uh, assess my clients properly mm -hmm. when they come, and usually the two go hand in hand, you either come because you have pain and you want to start training your weak muscle groups because. You know, we know people sit a lot, and with that comes a lot of, of problems. And so they come and they have pain, and they go, what do I need to do? So even if they came just for the massage therapy part and for pain management, they always end up training because, you know, it, it goes right along with, okay, you have to strengthen those weak muscle groups for the pain to go away as well. Right. Or they start training and they develop some sort of, problem I know exactly what the problem is because I train them mm -hmm. so I throw them on the massage table and go look we got to take care of these things before they get out of control so so and, and how know. many trainers do that not too many unless you go to a uh, sports medicine place then you you mean but then again the trainer isn't really doing that uh, not many some but not many um, I, it just for me, it was just a natural thing to do, you know. So along with my gym, I have my massage tables and my uh, infrared light therapy and hot stones and all that set up. So, and tables right there on the floor in case I need it. Look so at this. They, see, see, who knows this? No, they know it now. They know it now. So I, I make sure that, you know, it, part of it is the physical, which, you know, being able to transfer that powerful mind so that they can get in the kind of shape that they want. And the second part of that is, well, to get to that point, you kind of also have to deal with the maintenance of your body that goes along with the training. Yep. And the third part of it is just that spiritual thing where healing comes into place in both of those categories. So. Mm -hmm. 
I just, I couldn't even tell you how, you know, appreciative I am of having all those things worked out for me, that it came down to me being able to, to build this gym and this little studio, because it really, it's amazing. As much as they give to me, you know, or I help them with training, they give the same back to me mm -hmm. the, by just, you know, feeling good and being so appreciative of coming. Uh, well, it's, it's, it's a testament to, to your techniques and what you do. So the better they become, it has to do with what you're bringing to the table. So that has to definitely feel good because you're, yes. impa you're again, impact investing, investing your time into someone yeah. and seeing the results. Right. And you know, um, you can put that on your wall, impact investing. You can, don't worry about it. Yes, I'll do that. <laughs> I'll do that for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, but it, it's important, you know, because when you're paying it forward with information and knowledge, knowledge to me is everything. You, you give that to the next person. Again, they, they, they pass it on to someone else. They benefit mm -hmm. themselves. And then the cycle continues. You know, and then this is right. the stuff that we leave behind. You know, so I love the fact that you have your gym, your massage table, all this stuff together. Well, what 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 I want to do, because uh, we're we're coming towards the end of the show. What I want yeah. you to do is, you know, I want you to give you know, first before we do this. I I, I want to thank you for coming on. You know, and we're, we're going to bring you on again because you have other things going on that I want to touch on. But if we touched on this during one show, we would be here all day and. Yeah. I don't know, people may not adhere to it. So we're going to piecemeal it out to them a little right. bit at a time. We're going like, to give them a little treat here and there. All right. But why don't you uh, tell people how they can learn more about you, you know, your, your website, your social media, so they can, you know, find out more about what you're doing. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I have a, a website, although I think these days, People tend to, to live on social media a lot more, but the website is ladyvikingfitness.com. Um, and that has a lot of my pictures and information. Now, for people that want to just kind of follow along in everyday life, you know, we can go to Instagram and it's a Swedish underscore Viking lady. Um, and I'm also on Facebook. Uh, I have my personal page there, but I also have a, a fitness page that's called Lady Viking Fitness, three oh. words. Um, and everything goes on there too, videos, um, you know, nutrition, everything. Um, so it's, it's really easy to follow along. And I mean, I would love to have everyone who's interested or want to know or learn, um, you know, or if nothing else, just be inspired. Well, th that's uh, what it comes, motivating and, and inspiring. And for anyone, ju just for the listeners out there, even for the viewers, for those that, may have an interest in, in being trained by you, you know, how do they go about doing that? Do you have an assessment? How do they do this? So I, I don't travel, but they can just contact me on social media or through the website and just send me a simple message and let me know, you know, what their goal is and, and, and everything about them. And I will make sure to contact them and get in touch with them and, go over whatever their needs are and take it from there. Yeah. And I, I have a show coming up actually in 10 weeks now. So. Whoa, 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 whoa. We're just talking about the show now. What show right. is this now? What's going on? Wait a second. Wait, I guess the show is not over yet. What show are we talking about? 
So um, I think we touched a little bit about uh, on the bodybuilding subject, and uh, this is now my one of my ne the next uh, comp uh, competition that I have coming up is uh, NPC West Coast Classic. It's okay. in June, okay. so I'm ten weeks out from that. It's a uh, women's figure, uh, so it's it's one of the subcategories to bodybuilding. Um, so yeah, so the, my clients and everybody on my social media now are kind of following along because I do, you know, weekly pictures and, and progress pictures. and So it's kind of fun for them to follow along. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and it gets them inspired as well for, for change, you know, to see. Well, they see you changing. Right. You know, so the, the shows come, see, and normally when, when, People are competing for a show. It's hard for them to even come on to do something like this, what we're doing here. You know, so I appreciate you doing that because I know in the next couple of weeks, you're going to be like, ah, you can't do anything. You know, so. <laughs> My diet is not allowing me anymore. I'm, I'm just dieting so hard that I can't <laughs> think about anything else. Yeah, that, that's why we're, we're, we're lucky to get through this show. You know, but what I want to do, what I want to do is after you, you, your show and everything is done, what I like to do is bring you on maybe a couple of weeks after you get yourself back together, bring you on again and talk about that experience because I think we can tag on to this show with that and share that with people because that would be interesting. Absolutely. That would be amazing. Yeah, let, let, let's do that, Linda. Let's do yeah. that. But I, I want to thank you for taking the time out, and I want to wish you the best of luck, and I'll, and I'll – We'll we'll be, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll be in touch for sure. You know, so you're gonna make things happen. And again, you know, go to you know, I want the viewers and listeners go to lady ladyvikingfitness.com, find out what she's doing, follow her journey, Instagram, Facebook, and all that other fun stuff, and learn about it and uh, support her. She's she's a great person, has done some amazing things. Very humble because 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 Linda, you don't talk about this stuff, but I wanted to get it out and i'm happy that i did and i, and I thank, thank you for coming on and we're, we're gonna we're gonna follow your journey uh but anyway for those that are viewing and listening we'll be back with you with another episode of uh, the ucw radio show my father thanks you, my sister thanks you, and I thank you.